This is Sharon Steitler, the bird chick, and I am here with non-birding Bill. Jello. I'm sorry, you just like totally took me back to like 1979 and my dad answering the phone and only oh. he would say yellow instead oh. of... Ahoy hoy. That's what I do with my boss and yes. it makes him laugh every time. It never gets old. Uh, I just do that because uh, when Jack Benny was hosted by Jello on his commercial, he would introduce his introduce his show by saying jello again ah anywho anyway so this is our podcast this is the official podcast that we're bringing to you uh, this is what sorry hold on chick- this is our first patreon episode no no we already did a patreon episode we did the bonus episode already well, i mean we did the bonus episode but this is like our first this like, is our first yes and full so episode is going to be released early for the patreon episodes and it will be released for free to other people. Yes, and uh, we've already done a bonus episode mm-hmm. specifically for our Patreon uh, members. And by the way, thank you for everyone who came on board right away. My yes. goal with the podcast was, if this can replace me writing an article, <laughs> and boy howdy has it. And I think I even said in the last podcast, all right, if we get one, if we get twenty five bucks in mm-hmm. pledges, yep. then I will read H's for Hawk. Yep. Got that right away. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig Steffen, yes. who uh, made that that that's something I, I have to do now. <laughs> Thank you. minutes of the episode going on. Yeah, really. Um, shout out to Craig, because he's Craig. at the Bill's Brown Bird. Yep. I feel like you should have like a special call you should do. Like a decoder ring? Like a secret handshake that uh, we do that only no, we know that we call, can... No, a call, a sound. Like... What? Like the Arsenio Hall, like, dog pound thing? The... No, I don't think you can do that. You're white. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's a lot of people, white people. Anyway. But... Anyway, I don't, I think that's, no, 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 no. Like, you should come up, like, with So, Craig, sound. we also, we also had Craig and we also had... Scott Taylor. Scott, Scott Taylor. I was you, going Scott. to do them individually. You're, you're running them together. I was going to shout oh, them okay. out individually. So, shout out to Craig Steffen mm-hmm. and shout out to Scott Taylor. You Craig. both uh, helped get the Patreon off the ground and you are in yeah. the bill's brown bird membership we also have quite a few bobolinks mm-hmm. uh several kiskitties yes and we even finally i was so excited we got a shoe bill we did i was really worried that no one was mm. joining at the shoe bill level <laughs> so uh yeah so Great. thank you very much thank craig you for and this. scott we are working on the card mm-hmm. that we're supposed to send to them yes and we, you need to send us your address, which I believe you can do through the Patreon. And if I think not, that's in their profile. I believe so. But uh, So you will... will be getting a special card from us, a special thank you. Yes. That will consist of our horrific engagement photo. Yes, it will. <laughs> and maybe a shoe bill sticker as well. Cool. So, um, yes, thank you for everyone who is supporting the Patreon. Yes, and we will have uh, bonus content going out next week. And the this free podcast comes out every other week. If you would like to become a member, check out the mm-hmm. Bird Chick Patreon page. And it is specifically for this podcast. And thank you for people. I don't know why you want to listen to us, but you do. Apparently some people do. All right. What do we got? Uh, everybody use your sunscreen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm i reeling. I, I just came back from a new dermatologist today. And boy, are your arms tired. I didn't say I flew in. Oh, sorry. But uh, Boy, is your skin tired. My skin is tired. Yes. No, it's, it's a new dermatologist. And so I've had this spot that I've had removed twice. And the last time I've had it removed, the dermatologist said on a scale of zero being nothing and 10 being malignant 
skin cancer. This is a 5.7 when they did the testing. Right. Eight. And it was like, so if it comes back, have it removed. So mm-hmm. it came back this summer. And uh, so I was like, oh, I, I should make an appointment. So I mm-hmm. made the appointment. And th- it's a new dermatologist, and she... I don't think she has much of a filter because she just walks in and introduces herself and says, wow, you have a lot of sun damage. I have to know what you do for a living. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, well, I, and I How said, old is this person? Um, uh, I think she's a little bit older than I am. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, but she was very enthusiastic sure. and had all these great metaphors about this is a weed seed. We don't care about the weeds. We mm-hmm. care when they grow into a tree. But so this is why we're pulling it now. Sure. But uh, so we're having it removed again. But it's just also this this concept of my face is damaged. I was like, I like my face. I know it's got discoloration. No, and I've, I was yeah. like, can we come up with something better than, oh, wow. You are sun damaged. I would you say are damaged. Character, but that's a loaded phrase as well. I suppose, but it's like I've accepted growing older. I, right. You know, and I was kind of like looking for. I, I actually kind of like the wrinkles around my eyes. People I, who are our age who have perfect skin kind of unnerve me. Can I just say? Uh, I'm going to say that people that are our age that have perfect skin are doing it with some dermatological <laughs> help. They're they're draining uh, gelflings and drinking their essence. Not anything that bad. I mean, it's all legal. If you have the money to do it, more power to you. To but... drain a gelfling and drink its essence? Yes, to drain a gelfling and drink its essence. Uh, we forgot to mention Sharon is now a lobbyist for a Skeksy pack. <laughs> you don't want to get me going down she's, the Skeksy. I will do this podcast as a Skeksy. I will leave this room and you will never see me again. You invoked it, my friend. Anyway. You invoked it. You brought up the S word. No, I don't have a problem with it. It's just like, I don't... Like, I, there's no way for me, because we're invoking your skin, there's no way for me to invoke, like, things that have character things that, you know, it's like the things that, like, laugh lines and things like no, that. No, I it's, just think that she's so focused on figuring out what problems are and sure. preventing me from having skin Which cancer. I'm grateful for. Yeah, yeah. That she just has no filter because she right. was very excited to talk about stuff. And then I had two other spots. I was like, do I need to be worried about those? And she looked and she's like, mm. those are wisdom spots. Uh, I was like, oh, well, thanks. Like... But no, I just found out, like, if my spot comes back again in the next two years, I have to try something called chemo cream right which there are two kinds one kind will make me feel like i have the flu for four weeks okay. uh one kind will be kind of burny and skin peely for four weeks i'm not sure Lovely. which i want the most <laughs> anywho so this is just a general uh, me putting a psa because if you're a birder you love the outdoors please be serious about your sunscreen yes and I, I i have been since my 30s but i grew up in the late 70s early oh, yeah. 80s and like when the early talk with sunscreen was that's nonsense in the 70s you put on sunscreen because you wanted to get tan like do you remember the band Soleil commercials oh yeah my dad used to do that's how dark my father who you know well, it wasn't used sunscreen to get. then it was it was but just... cocoa oil or something like that oh in my family we just did the baby oil yeah 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 my dad used to go out and come out like brown as a chocolate bar. That's how dark my father would tan. My mom and some of my sisters were frustrated with me because Mm. I had a different... I tan easily. I can burn, but I also like, you know, I can get a beautiful tan if I want to. And they all love to lay out Mm. and get this tan and I hated doing that. And, And they were like, you should do this. But it was like just the idea of laying in the sun... For an hour right. or two, or in some cases three. And no, it's I mean, like, that's like, the most boring thing ever. Having a super dark tan was healthy. That's yeah, how oh you yeah, knew I know. That I you know. were a sun worshiper. You were outside getting a tan. Mm. 
No, uh, my doctor told me that she would prefer my face be my, my the cheeks on my face be the same color as the cheeks on my rear. Yeah. Wait and on your on your what? Rear. Your rear. My, my butt cheek. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You were stroking your throat when you said that, so I wanted to make sure that we were talking about the same thing here. Okay. No. Okay. No. No. What? It was. This was literally what she did. She wanted to be as safe as on my rear. That's what you literally what, what you were doing. I love you're explaining to the podcast people by doing what I'm doing. Yeah, because I want you to understand what you were doing. It's like I wanted to make sure that you weren't saying my throat, which is paler than your face. Oh and you no, said, she was pointing out sun damage that she could see on my throat, and I'm like, I haven't been out in the sun. Like, well, maybe Uganda, but that was a month ago. And right. but she's like, oh no, you've got all this stuff going on right here, and that's clearly sun damage. And then there was like another thing up here, and I said, well, I just thought that was hormone. No, 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 that's sun damage. She's pointing out all this stuff that I was like, I didn't. No, that was a thing. But it's probably like me and brown I have birds. I you one of those uh, big ridiculous hats that Weeza wears in uh, oh, Steel Magnolias. That's that's kind of like Do you remember, hat. here's a throwback, do you remember that big blue expandable hat that you had? Yes, from my Forever? Aunt Lorelai. Yes. yes. It was yes. a piece of plastic that had like memory foil in it and you could fold it up to a carry-on size and then you would take it out and go, Foomph. Yeah, that's why I had that hat. I love that hat just yeah. for that effect. That's yeah. a gardening hat. Yes. I should get that for birding though. You I should. I should. <laughs> With a giant pheasant feather sticking out of it. Here's the thing about those kinds of hats. It's yeah. one of the beefs that I have with my park ranger hat. Okay. It it bumps into things. Cause oh, it's, yeah. Because you're just not used to being that yep. wide. Yep, yep. And, I mean, I've I've injured children. And <laughs> it's worse when, like, I'm trying Unrelated to... to whatever hat you're wearing. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> but, no, it's like I'm trying to set up the scope, and they're kind of, like, running in. Or, like, I'll see them knock out the scope, and I'll be like, let me let me readjust that. And I, like, go in quick to do it thinking I'm wearing a ball cap, right. and it's this. And it's just, uh, like, I just, like, hit them right in the temple because yep. I'm short. Anywho, this is not bird-related. <laughs> kind of is. Oh, hey, let's just be problematic off the get-go. Can do. And, you know, this is something that has to do with feminism, so I should ask a middle-aged white guy. Oh, I'm a pretty good feminist. Yeah, I've taken online quizzes. You're and you are a better feminist than me, according to many a Facebook oh, quiz. Yeah. I'm just downright. No, I, you're, you're I, very problematic. I, that's that's that's. I'm great. That's the best score I've ever gotten. Was technically feminist, but mostly problematic. <laughs> Mine was fantastic. I know. I'm also a better '50s uh, husband and housewife than you are, according to that. And you don't even shave as often as I do. I don't. That's how great I am. I got in trouble because I wore red lipstick. Oh. Okay, so an ex-RSPB officer condemned for Royal, sexist... Oh, it's Royal Society for Protection of Birds. Yes, very okay. good. Uh, Ex-RSPB officer condemned for sexist birdwatch talk that compared sparrows to prostitutes. Technically not a sparrow. That's the most problematic thing about this headline. Well, okay, that's what's problematic about you. No, 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 no. But they, there's a, a slide accompanying a presentation branded the dunnock, which is a small brown bird in Europe. Okay. Um, a trollop. Okay. And so apparently this person, uh, his, uh, Officer Chris Edwards, um, and he's 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 an ex officer, mm. um, but he was accused of everyday sexism after he gave a talk in Birmingham on January twenty sixth uh, to go with the big garden watch. He was talking at a free event to around sixty people, mm. and he was reported as saying of the mating of the Dunnock, the female does the equivalent of going out on the street corner, calling to attract a male, mating, sending the male off to get food, and then heading back to the street corner. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So what? What 
what was the pun like what was i understand why people were upset by this what was the denix are denix have like an interesting sex thing anyway so like the females are so promiscuous Mm -hmm. which i find rather empowering they have multiple partners they have multiple partners that when before a male will mate with her he pecks at her cloaca (laughs) to kind of get the previous dunnick spooge out of her interesting yeah yeah i think we watched it on life of birds once i know i've seen video of this i do not recall this oh i i I recall it i've blocked out so much of what you've shown me about nature it's horrible (laughs) you bought me those I definitely did. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, they're they're already known for that because right. they, they... <laughs> they're known. For Wikipedia known I for. Think, I think my issue is like seriously, does someone use the word trollop anymore? But oh, it's such a wonderful word. It's such a wonderful English word. Remember the time my mom called me one in front of you? Probably, yeah. Oh no, no, no! It was, it was like we had. I think we we'd been married maybe a year, right? And we were in Virginia Beach with your family and my mm-hmm. mom, and we were waiting in a parking lot for one of those seafood places. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting out there and, and waiting. We're chit chatting, and these like two guys go by, young, attractive mm-hmm. guys, sure. and, and they look at me and they're like, "Hi," and I'm like, "Hi back," you know, because yeah. that's just that's what I you. do. That's not, maybe not now, but back then. And my mom got so indignant on your behalf, and she's like, "Sharon." I did not raise you to be a trollop. You fucking well did. That's why you married her. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that established the baseline with you and my mother. But Uh, um, So, okay, so this guy made this comparison in a presentation. Okay. So women are upset. And and I I shared this on the Bird Chick page. And, and, you know, I'm kind of like, really, really, like, I've made some pretty problems. Let's let's talk about like the gang banging a shoe jokes that I've made about male mallards, or yeah. all the times that I have compared uh, squirrels and deers uh, at bird feeders uh, to frat boys around a beer bong. Okay, but the but the concern with this is that you know when you're saying that it's a female and she's being a prostitute and mm-hmm. you're trying to slut shame women. Sure. You're uh, you're denigrating sex workers, which is kind of a marginalized population, sure. but it's it's a population. It's a service that gets used out there. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's sort of well, that's interesting. It's sort of the reverse of the. It's a switcheroo of the problem that we had before. People like personalizing or anthropomorphizing mm-hmm. birds, mm-hmm. where it's like. Behold the great gray owl, the grand high executioner of the world. And it's like you're tra- he's trying to personalize these birds so that they understand this. Well, now that we have in the day and age of Me Too. Oh, sure. That, you know, it's like, well, let's maybe, you know, if, if women are experiencing uh, discrimination in science-based fields. Yeah. Oh, no, that, I completely. That, that, you know, maybe just like say, oh, she's just a trollop. And, you know, maybe we need to rethink some of those jokes. Yeah. I yeah I I get it. You're trying to you're trying to personalize this. You're trying to make this accessible and humorous to to, Whereas I would... to people. You're trying to anthropomorphize the birds in a humorous way to show that you're not just some you know science like some some scientist with blinders on who doesn't see yeah. Them, you know. Or, so, but that's the other thing I wonder with this. If I had made the joke about, mm-hmm. it's like, and you know, the female Dunnock, she's just oh, yeah. like a, she's just, she's just, I probably wouldn't have compared her to a sex worker. I probably would have just been like, hey, she wants it and she's going right. to go out there. So I wonder, like, can I get away with these jokes since I'm female versus some I'm British really guy? Trying to think of all the time. We've probably made walk of shame jokes. 
uh, trying to, yeah, I don't know. But but I mean, th- that's the thing with humor is that it changes over time. And yeah. and, yeah. and we've never talked about this on the podcast. I don't, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I used to have a keynote that I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last time I gave it publicly, I had someone come up who was very upset and angry with me about this keynote mm. for very valid reasons. It was not my intent, right. but the interpretation that they had and how angry and upset they were with me and offended, I have taken that completely out of my sure. lineup. And I think it's a great story, but clearly I'm not telling it in an appropriate way that doesn't sound like I'm marginalizing it. Yeah, what, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, what you're saying, like, I get that. That's valid and you need to obviously consider your audience and, you know. Things that are acceptable have changed. What what I'm concerned about, and this is not happening in this situation, is that what you can say about what is actually happening in nature will become. Because I remember when we first moved up here and we were studying ducks, and the I love that you say we were studying ducks as if you no, were. you were studying ducks, and I was out with you while we were walking around the lakes. It's like this idea that multiple males were having sex with one female. And like, why is this happening? And they were like. A bunch of theories. I think it was like early internet days of like, oh, it's the bread. The oh, bread yeah. is driving the males crazy and stuff. And like other people were like, no, this is always what's been happening. People yeah. just didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess I, I, yeah, you have to be, you have to be more aware of what you are saying. It's a critical. It's it's a balance because like for a long time, and this is one of the ways that I've been able to make a career for myself is that you want to try and present things in a way that's engaging with your audience and relatable Mm -hmm. and now we're kind of getting this pushback of like hey watch the sexism as your or watch the racism as you're comparing certain species yeah i mean it's like it's this issue of like can you like how can you discuss what is actually happening in nature with people who are maybe not scientists or citizen scientists or who don't yeah. have a larger awareness of this. Because I remember there was, um, I can't remember, it might have been Attenborough, but don't, uh, I don't remember. They were talking about like how, it was this general overview of how species select their mates. And then at the very end, they sort of like did a little bit about humans, like the human mating ritual. Oh, that was a national, that was a Nat Geo thing. I yeah. know the thing you're talking about. But but it's, no, it's it's interesting. But I I just, I mostly should. Oh, no, this very much touches on us because let's, let's, we are playing free and loose with the rules here. Like, yeah, we very rarely edit what we are saying we, here. Sh- the great part about this podcast is it's really taken a political career off, political career off the table yeah, for both Yeah, neither of us. one of us are going to run for yep. office. No. You no. don't even have to, like, take our comments out of context. It's, yeah, no, we've context. been problematic from the get-go. Yeah. We should not be leaders. Um, well, uh, I can't. I can't anyway because remember my career as a nude art model? Yes, I do. You I'm remember sure the photographs? I really think that you should start a career so that somebody finds those photos because I would really like to buy one of those photos. I would really like the one. Remember, so <laughs> we should really save this for the Patreon, but yeah. this is an example of what you can get on the Patreon. So when I first... <laughs> This is not an example of what you can get on well, the Patreon. Well, you can get the photo. So I did nude art modeling when mm-hmm. I met Bill in college. <laughs> Wait, no. Before we had met in college, you had already been doing nude art Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 
not. That is not how we met. My nickname in college was Nudie. Uh, not only for the nude art modeling, because I went through a streaking phase. Mm-hmm. I was in my 20s. I defied gravity. It was great. Sure. Yeah. Um, there, no shame. Yeah, but there was there was one night where I got a call from someone that I hadn't heard from in two years. And she was like, do you remember me? I sat next to you in that beginning sketch class. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you. She's like, yeah, so my friend uh, has his final due, and it's a photography thing. And his model crapped out on him, and he really needs a model. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's finals week. And she's like, yeah, she, he needs you tonight, and he's willing to pay you. And photography already was double what the the sketch sketching rate was right and then because it was last minute they were even willing to throw in a few more dollars and i'm like oh i need money and and i said okay i'll do this but i want to bring my boyfriend with me so i called you and i was like hey can you tell me yeah i was grading papers because i was a teaching assistant yeah yeah and so you ended up and then we got there and he wanted to paint me in primary colors Full body paint. Full body paint. Naked, but full body paint. Mm-hmm. And so you got to do those honors. And then I just kind of like danced around and rolled on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he was experimenting with different lenses and filters. Sure. with the. And it's like, that's kind of like when I want to run for office because I mm-hmm. want to see those. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely want those really photos cool. to come out. Yeah. Yeah, and we never got to see those photos. Never got to see the photos. Stupidly did not take the guy's contact information because we were so stressed out about all the shit. Because it was finals do. week and you and had to grade stuff. came back home and you showered and destroyed our bath. <laughs> like, we had like a new loofah or something, as I recall. <laughs> and like, can't use this anymore. It's covered in paint. Yeah. So that's our story. So, Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> trollops. Don't call women trollops. Uh, if you're... Can you call bird trollops, though? That's the interesting part. <sighs> because the Dunnick would not have accepted money. Mm-hmm. Would she pr- was just doing that to get the best genes possible. Would promiscuous have been acceptable? That's the interesting. Thing. Like, how can you use these terms? You know, you probably could have done this joke of like, and then she got what she wanted, mm-hmm. and then she. Oh, did if you this were empowering the bird, strut of pride back mm-hmm. to the street oh, corner to pick up another partner to. That's help. a very interesting point. Yeah, because I mean, you can do the strut of pride because we're not about slut shaming no, anymore. We're about slut abrading. Abrading. Slutabrate. Uplifting. Slutabrate. Oh, slutabrate, like celebrate. Celebrate. It sounded more like a braid, like you were oh, no, 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 the no, no, slut. No, 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 no. We, we should be celebrating the female Dunnick yeah. okay. and her choices. Much like we celebrate See, well, the this gets back to larger issue. Phalarope. This gets back to the issue is like, do animals have a choice or do they have to follow their instincts? So you can't, I mean, it gets into this, like, we're talking about anthropomorphizing here, and you oh, can't yeah. sort but of... But I'm excited, because now we can talk about gender issues. Well, exactly. But I'm just like, you can't talk about, like, well, talk about, like, pecking the, the cloaca with your beak. And it's like, oh, That's what's so sort of hot. weirdness? It's like, no, this animal has some genetic predisposition to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, and then, like, when you We're going to into... end up talking about duck sex. Let's, I, let's I was going to say, because I was like, then you have to get into the whole thing of, like, the ballistic spiral penis versus the labyrinthine... The po- multiple vaginas. Co- pocketed vagina. Where they can... Duck, female ducks can literally uh, shut it shut, down. Shut that down. Yep. Yeah. So, it's... <laughs> like I tell everybody, don't look to wildlife for your moral code. No, do not. Do not. Do not. And do not. when you do, if you're doing that on Facebook... We're laughing at you because right. it's it's not great. No, no, the birds are just as messed up as humans. Yeah, when nature it comes to- is nature is gross. Let's be honest about it's that. It's not as bad as insects. <laughs> insects are the worst. But oh, uh, I think trees are the worst. Like cottonwoods, just like all the you know, all the seeds that are just all over the place. It's not like what, what are those insects where they just kind of like 
pierce the female insect mm. with their uh, whatever the version of a penis is. Like they, they it's, sure. it's like it's like going in with a shiv. Yeah. And wait, does shiv... how else do you do it? <laughs> this is non-consensual. Oh, right. So yeah, it's just like I'm gonna stab you, and then like whatever mm. organs I go through, that's where that's where the sperm's right. gonna land. Hopefully, it'll fertilize some eggs in there. So insects are way more problematic, and there's no good metaphor that you can give there an isn't. insect. Con- so anyway, so people <laughs> take take our example and choose your words carefully. Choose your words carefully. About- it's it's okay to like look at humor and rethink things and right. know your audience. Maybe if you're, a- this is, I wonder if this is a presentation this guy's given like a hundred times That's what before. I'm wondering. Well, that was me with my presentation, yep. and someone took offense to it. The thing that I love about this was this was an ex Royal Society hmm. for Protection of Birds guy, an ex guy doing it for an audience of sixty people, and now he has a headline in the Telegraph, and I think what's the other kind of like publication from the UK that the Daily Mail. Hmm. He now has two headlines in there, and the best part is is that there's a picture of a dunnock with trollop exclamation point. <laughs> Oh boy! But let's let's face it. Brown bird sex life is complicated, and 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 I mean, the thing is, when people want to argue right. with me about the whole gender argument and right. how, like, you know, it's a boy or it's a girl, it's like, here's this really great article on white-throated sparrows. And if uh, you want no, to say gender is nature, yeah. read about white-throated sparrows and how there are four genders there, and your <sighs> argument about you're either X or Y is invalid. Nature is so incredibly. Fucked up. Anytime someone wants to try and say that a relationship right. should be this way according to a religious publication, mm-hmm. uh, because that's oh, natural. Oh, no, if you believe that, yeah. It's like, um, here, let me show you some of these these articles on homosexuality and gender. Here's a, in, here's in a cane frog having sex with another cane frog that has been squashed flat by a tire. Oh, well, <laughs> well, then there's that whole thing of the barn swallows, you know, where the barn swallow right. is saving its mate, and it's yeah. like, oh, no, that's clearly necrophilia happening with yeah. a dead barn swallow. That's that's not, no one's saving Ugh. anyone there. That's... Anyway, so thank you to our Patreon episode. <laughs> I dedicate for... this to Craig Steffen. <laughs> I dedicate this death to Craig Steffen. I dedicate this trollop to Craig Steffen. Boy, I hope he's a good feminist. (laughs) I need some more bourbon. All right, what else you got for me? Well, since we're talking about problematic subjects and gender. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So you know how last year the yellow cardinal was all the rage? Yes. Okay, if you're kind of new to birding, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a couple of things right now. If you're new to the whole birding scene, number one. We've all seen pictures of the rare cardinal, one in a million. Mm -hmm. We don't want to see that anymore. The other thing that we don't want to see anymore is we don't want to see that goddamn humming horse. Please do not post. It's the stupid picture of, I'm not sure if it's a horse or a mule. Anyway, it's some kind of equine creature. Mm -hmm. And its nose is at a hummingbird feeder. Right. And uh, it's drinking because it's nectar. And, and, And so... It inevitably shows up on any birding group you know once every three months. Like, can someone help me with an odd day? Gotcha. I shouldn't. Well, I shouldn't assume they're from the south. I, I I'll say, oh, can somebody help me with an ID? Uh, Dave Thomas, not Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, but Dave Thomas, the uh, comedian from SCTV, had a very interesting. He had a comedic monologue about how British, British. The British accent is always very intelligent, no matter what the person is saying. Whereas from the South, I could talk about how I'm a nuclear physicist, and you'll think I'm a moron. 
I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Yeah. So, so anyway, Yellow Cardinal, Humming Horse, we're Yellow all over Cardinal? It. Yellow Cardinal, we're all done. Um, but there is now a Gynandromorph Cardinal that yeah. has shown up. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there, are, I think it originally showed up in National Geographic. And this is something that happens. This is not the first Gynandromorph Cardinal. Uh, so a Gynandromorph is when a bird shows up and you can almost see a perfect dividing line. One side is clearly male and one side is clearly female. Oh, it's a chimera. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the official term scientifically okay. is Gynandromorph. Okay, great. And uh, it probably happens more often. Like I seem to recall there was a warbler like Black-throated Blue... Warbler mm-hmm. that showed up in the early days of the internet that someone had pictures of that looked like one side it was the female, one side mm-hmm. it was the male. Um, but the thing with cardinals is when it happens with them, it's super obvious because male is bright, bright red, red and one is brown. One is brown. They're also a bird that comes to the feeder. Yes. Whereas, like if this happened with gray cat birds, nobody would know. Right. If this happened with a red-tailed hawk, think. I wonder how many gynandromorph red-tailed hawks we've driven past. Is their color actually different? Than no, color? so you wouldn't know. Yeah, okay. So it, it's just a, it's, so again, I guess getting back to like, you know, gender is all mm. neutral and natural. It's like, well, nope, not exactly. Help, help. The alcohol is stolen all my birds eat. <laughs> Speaking of problematic. <laughs> I can't believe you just quoted that movie. If anybody knows what movie non-birding Bill just referenced, I tell yeah. you what, if you know what movie he just referenced, the first person to tweet Tweet at me, at Bird Chick on Twitter, uh, the movie Non-Birding Bill just referenced. Mm-hmm. I will send you a really cute shoe bill sticker. All right. It's the first person that sends me on Twitter, at Bird Chick, mm-hmm. the title of the movie. Do, do your impersonation again. Help, help. The alcohol is stolen all oh, my bird seat. Never fear. El Cardinal. Cardinal is here. Yes. All right. Anyway, so the first person to tweet at me, maybe you're a Patreon member, maybe you're not, but that is a shoe bill sticker for you, and they're super cute shoe bill stickers. Um, okay, yeah, that's in, that's a fat. So you are so you are interested if somebody sends you a Gynandromorph photo, but not the yellow cardinal, or is it just like you got overloaded with the yellow cardinal? I am so overloaded with the yellow cardinal. It was like when it showed up, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That color thing that happened, that genetic breakdown yep. that happened that made that cardinal that that's great i just got it from everybody right. and yep. it, it's 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 not as bad as when people send me the snoring hummingbird that hummingbird is not snoring that is grounds for unfriending that that hummingbird is traumatized mm-hmm. but no and but but gynandromorphs are interesting and, and i don't want people to think they can't send me stuff. Somebody sent me today uh, a robin that has leukism. And they're like, oh, do you need to report this to anyone? You know, is I just and it's like, no, I don't need to report. This is cool that you mm-hmm. see this. This is like, thank you for telling me. But right. it's not. It, this is my this is my point of. Like, if I'm going to send you something, because I usually assume like if I have personally seen something, mm-hmm. I assume that you have not like if I have. Seen, no, I mean, like in the real world. Like if I see an interesting bird or a feather, or like I don't anything know anything you show me, baby, don't is lie. interesting. Don't lie to people; they know. But like <laughs> anything that um, I see on the internet, I often like nine times out of ten, you've already seen this. So here's the thing: people like you that have that filter. Like I'll be at a party and it's like, oh my god, I was going to send you this thing that I saw, but mm. I figured everybody had. And I was like, what was it? And they'll mm. describe it. I was like, no, I did not see that. Right. Tell me more. So I, I have mixed feelings because on the one hand, I. I need to, like, there's a group of people out there 
that aren't you. That's not Gail. <laughs> what you say. That, like, anything remotely bird-related, and I end up finding myself saying, right. saying things like, this is a really great photo. Um, those birds are made out of felt. Sure. They're not really baby owls, but thank you for sending me that. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's... It's 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 one of those tough lines because it's like, oh, you're into birds. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I guess right. I would rather people inundate me with links as opposed to tchotchkes. I right. really don't need any more salt and pepper shakers. I do not need <laughs> any more bird knickknacks. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, hopefully it's not problematic. Oh! This whole podcast is problematic. I, I think we need less... For our, de- for our podcast list designation of explicit, non-explicit, or problematic, or not problematic. I know. So, in the discussion about the trollop, the Dunnock trollop, okay. uh, an ornithologist... That's my favorite H.P. Lovecraft story. Speaking of problematic... Oh, H.P. Lovecraft. Anyway, so in the discussion... I, it's not even, I can say, kind of racist. Wow. No, oh. super, like, beyond super racist. And not even, like, to the point of, like, well, maybe he crazy redeemed xenophobic. himself. Oh, nope, 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 nope. No, did crazy not, xenophobic. Did like, not. Never had a chance. Like, you read, like, about this guy's, like, life history. is like, not okay. I mean, well, you look at, like, Dr. Seuss stuff, and it's yeah. like, eh. Yeah, no, But no, I feel no, like no. in later in life, it's like he was trying to atone yes. for some of that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraft, no. No, but, double uh, down. The Dunnick trollop definitely is <laughs> I know. So an ornithologist I know who's friends with me in real life, like started like, <laughs> until this episode comes out. That's why I'm not naming them. Right. But uh, we so we got into this whole conversation about uh, trollops. Can't wait to see where this is going. So they posted a link <clears throat> on the Bird Chick Facebook page okay. of a movie called Orgasmo Three Trophy Trollop. And and it, it was like and then and, and it's 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 just one of those. What was probably pornography in okay. the sixties? Oh, know, okay. one of those, right. one of those. Because I know Orgasmo as the movie that the guys from South Park did. Okay, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. <clears throat> and 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 then like later on, it's like, oh crap! If this is too racy for the bird chick page, please delete. You know, mm-hmm. but you should have a look at it. And I was like, and. So I do try to keep the Bird Chick Facebook page fairly PG-13. I feel like there are categories. I feel like I have a personal Facebook page. Please don't bother friending me on it if you find it. My name is different than what it is in real life. And here's the thing. I'm obnoxious. Do not personally friend me on Facebook. If you're into this for the birding stuff, then please keep it to the bird chick page. There is non-birding stuff happening on the... On, so I feel like there's that area. So And then there's Twitter. Twitter, you get some of them, like, if you want some of my real-life stuff. Instagram, you get some real-life stuff. If you want a hint of the crazy of what it's like to know me in real life, then you listen to the podcast. Yeah. And then that's all you need to know. Yep. But um, anyway, so so I was looking at it. So I clicked on it, and I'm like, well, this probably isn't something I'd want to have on the Bird Chick page. Mm. But the thing that I noticed, and because this is the podcast, this is what I'm going to mention it. It's got a gorilla in it. God damn it. What is it with that genre of movie that they always have to ruin it with a gorilla? Well, no, that's not a thing that they always have to ruin it. It's a... Why is that? A, okay, maybe it's, it's not ruining joke. it for some people, but why... I do not want to expand upon this at all. <laughs> okay. It's, okay. This is uh, going to be a mystery forever. There will never be a Patreon level that explains this. Okay, but you'll explain it to me later? Uh, Sure, I suppose I could. I can't explain it to you. But I just, I don't understand. It's like, sometimes you watch movies like, oh, this is, oh, I see what you're trying to do. No, There's it's a one gorilla. Of those, Why is there a gorilla? It's one of those things. It's like the, 
<coughs> sorry, very coffee today. Uh, it's one of those things like the idea in bad movies that if you speed the film up, it's automatically very funny. That's preferable to a gorilla. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know why they thought a guy in a gorilla costume was funny. I don't. I don't either. That has ruined more than one adult scene for me. It's ruined many movies for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, like Trading Places does not need to have a gorilla in it to okay. be a funny movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want to keep it really PG thirteen? Okay. Uh-huh. But but and then also like, I now that I've actually seen Gorillas in the Wild. Mm-hmm. I also have, like, another level sure. of, like, mm. The only movie I've ever seen where a guy in a gorilla suit was funny was uh, Le Chevre with um, Gerard Depardieu <gasps> and the other guy. Yes, and it was just that. so completely random. That's the only time I've ever laughed at a guy in a gorilla. So, filmmakers, uh, Marvel, I know you're working on Avengers Endgame. Uh, if you have a guy in a gorilla suit, don't. It's not funny. If you're writing anything if you're, if remotely you're, erotic... Don't put a gorilla in there. We don't need that kind of Because we know how erotic Avengers Endgame is going to be. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of like what erotic Avengers Endgame's actual <laughs> title would be. It'd just be Endgame, I guess. I don't know. Do you have another story for me? I do. People are paying for this now. No, no, no. Like... This is the free one. This is the one that you get. No, but people are getting giving us money for this. I know, but that's why we give them nice stuff. <laughs> I don't think we've given them anything nice. I don't want to talk about this. This is more of an I told you so. A federal bird kill in the Columbia River did nothing to save salmon. Hey, Columbia! Or the Columbia River. Or Oregon. I could have told you that wouldn't work because we already tried that in Minnesota when you tried to blame cormorant for killing off all the walleye. Oh, yeah. And you, you had the cormorant cull and you still didn't have your walleye. And then all of a sudden you were like, wow, it's critical. So let's stop the commercial fishing. That's what brought back the walleye. Quit yeah. blaming the cormorants. Yeah, I mean, we've talked, like, obviously there are situations where, like, predation is, you know, like if you're a person who has a chicken farm and a bird is eating your chickens. Let's or talk about, let's having, not just say the bird, let's just talk about bald eagles. Bald eagles, or, you know, if you have a cedar home and a woodpecker is pecking your home and stuff like that. But if your problem is, like, on a mass scale of fishing, it's not... The, the level that birds take out versus the, the level cormorant. of yeah every time they do out. the cormorant cull and 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 then, then they'll do the test culls like I remember specifically the Red Lake cull uh, in Minnesota it was like they 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 did like mm-hmm. fifty test cormorants and they test this tested the stomach contents mm-hmm. like oh this is perch that proves they're eating the walleye and then they went ahead with the cormorant cull and the walleye didn't come back and then they stopped the commercial fishing and oh hey look at that the walleye came back it's commercial fishing yeah. Look, there's no meat you can eat that isn't problematic. Just going to let that one go. All right, what's the next story you have for us? Maine, the state of Maine. If you join this Patreon at the $50 level, you get to choose the comment I will not respond to. There's no $50. There will be. But And also remember, Craig and Scott, you are Bill's Brown Birds. You do get to pick news stories we get to talk you about. Do. They cannot be park service necessarily yeah, related. Because like some one of us works for the federal government, so we I get can't final just, reserve. So if there's something we cannot talk about, we'll tell you, we'll tell you and, and we'll get say, a or we'll ask you to rephrase something. Yeah. So anywho, anywho, <sighs> I just anywho. I would rather talk about. I don't know who's a problematic actor. I'd rather talk about Jared Leto than the federal sure. government. He's so dreamy. 
He used to be. I've got my vision board. Anyway. Oh, so you're going to be on drugs now? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Can you be on one that's affordable? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Um, all right. Social media posts about bird sightings may lead to harm for Maine wildlife. Okay. So there was an issue. I didn't, I'm not actually a member of Maine birds. I'm not one of those insane birders who joins every state Oh sure. bird group. I know people added me early on. I was like, I don't care about what the birds are going on in your state. I mean, no. I care about the birds in your state. I don't care about the sightings. No, you're not someone who has to have a finger in every pie. No, no. There are so a lot of birders who do. No. And so I'm on groups where we discuss this. And and I saw this like early on, but now it's an actual news article, so I feel like I can talk about it. So essentially what had happened was a king eider, which is a weird sea duck to you. Sure. Um, showed up in Maine, and birders were like, hey, I'm going to go out and see a king eider. Tell me where the location is. Hunter also saw this that was a member uh, of the page yeah yeah and when it sounds familiar i feel like we've heard this story before we've heard this we've heard yeah. this in utah before right. so basically like rarity shows up yeah but in like in the case of the king eider king eider i went to bird life international it is a species of least concern so mm. it's not even like snowy owls are on the problematic list snowy owl mm. populations are in trouble right now um but king eiders aren't and so the center is like, oh, so this is where birders are seeing it. Went out and legally shot it. And so it kind of put the main birds birding community. Dick move, let's be honest. It's a, it's a dick move. And, and so, full disclosure, I write for a publication. I write for a hook and bullet publication. Yeah. And uh, I'm good friends with the editor. I and, and I don't have a problem with hunting. I go no, fishing myself. We've discussed this before. I have a great deal of respect for hunters as conservationists. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the end-all, be-all of conservation. No. Quite a few of them are. But let's face it. There are a lot of great birders out there. Mm-hmm. There are dick birders out there. Yes, there are. Oh, shit. In light of our earlier conversation, is calling someone a dick birder problematic? No. As someone with a dick, I can tell you it's okay. Okay. Now that we have that clarified, Good. but uh, but yeah, so there there there's a hunter that you know followed this, and so I actually like texted the editor of the publication because I am on his radio show from time to time. I'm like, is this a? I mean, is this considered mm-hmm. kosher? He's like, well, it's not against the rules; it's frowned upon. And I was like, the next time on your on your, I'm on your radio show, can we argue about this? Yeah, if you want. But well, I mean, that's the point that I make is if you are a conservationist, you want these animals to be around from year to year, so you don't go out and kill the one that is there. So this is where it gets weird with birders because we like to see their rarity. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about the rarity, even if it's one yeah. that, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. so, and that's the argument with birding is that we're going out, we're just looking at the bird. Someone else has the chance after me to go and look at the bird. Whereas mm-hmm. with a hunter, it's like, oh, once you shoot it, it's done. No right. one else can go in and enjoy this, this creature yeah. anymore. And we're reaching this, I don't know if it's critical mass, but we're reaching this point with birding where it's it's a thing now. It's mainstream. You cannot say birding is just something relegated to the sidelines. A lot of people do this now. Mm. And social media has made that possible, as has apps like eBird or the Audubon apps oh, yeah. and things no, like that. Oh, yeah. No, the information is out there. Yeah, now. the information is out there. So anyone can just be like, oh, there's a king eider. That sounds interesting. I think I'm going to go look for that. Mm-hmm. And so can hunters. So... How do you find the balance of, I want to let birders know how to see this? It's going to be very difficult because as we have discussed before, like the conversation between birders and hunters is 
is fraught, let us say, uh, because there are a lot of people who don't see a common ground at all. Well, it's like a lot of political issues. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I want to meet you in the middle. Oh, you have just dug in your heels on this one mm-hmm. issue. There's no compromise. We I can. saw an article today, and I'm sorry I didn't, uh, I was going to send you this, and I don't think I did. Um, but it was an article about, like, hunting is, is on the decline as, you know. That's not anything new. It gets more expensive and things like this. But, in contrast to millennials killing everything, like Applebee's and things like that, they're seeing more people who have... More millennials, more young people who have no history of, you know, no tradition of being hunters taking this up, but they see it as a food issue. Like, if you want to know where your food comes Uh, from, there is no more basic level than killing the meat you eat yourself, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting, although I'm just seeing, like, a millennial trying to kill a morning duck or a duck and not knowing Training and stuff like that, and they get into it. So, So, on the other side of that, someone was like trying to talk to me about an article idea last night publication to be unnamed okay not gigantic asses no not them (laughs) (laughs) not not an not an official birding publication chloe got pecking but a publication people would recognize and it was just like Sounds so filthy the more you <laughs> dance around the issue. Anyway, I don't want to... Certain publication, wanna, wink, wink. It wasn't the Washington Post, yeah, I'll okay, tell you that. Because Washington Post, if you want to ask me to Washington, write more articles, I will. Washington Post coital. <laughs> don't ruin my chance. Uh, Washington Post really likes me right now. I want to write more for them. Okay. Uh, they, uh, but anyway, publication you would recognize, like, I just read something that said that birding's going to be huge in 2019 because millennials are going to be interested in it. And it just had all these questions, like, I am not the droid you were looking for because not every trend, but it it was just really fascinating. They saw something. I don't know if it was a BuzzFeed. I don't know what it was, but it was like. For your Buzzfeeds, and- your Yahoos, your Angel Fires. Angel Fire, <laughs> what the hell, man? You're so old. I am old. That was a deliberate choice. I that was, a, really yeah, went a, there. Uh, I mean, that was a deeper cut than GoDaddy. Yeah. Still around? Why? They make money. Boomers. Know. So you were going somewhere? Boomers. Um. So, but 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 they were just like you know I read this trend and, and millennials in 2019 are going to be really into birding and this mm-hmm. is why and, and and I was like this is a lot for me to unpack. There is some there is a kernel of valid information in that in what you're asking me to do and there is so much nonsense in what you're asking. Uh, no, right. I'm not going to do this. This is why I'm going to the podcast. Yeah, but but it just fascinates me that. Millennials are going to save hunting. They're well, going to make birding a thing. I think that birding is a thing. I don't think that they were saying it was going to save hunting. It was examining this new trend in here's why people are hunting. Because most people, I think my impression, and this could be completely valid, is that most people hunt because it was part of their culture. It was part mm-hmm. of like their father and their grandfather that's, went that's hunting and they went out. That's our experience in Exactly. Yeah. And so the point this article was making was like, because my friend, one of the things I've been talking about was doing more survival skills, more doing outdoor stuff. Yeah, when I'm furloughed, and... you're really into survival skills. Exactly. God, how can I survive? Let me just tie these <laughs> knots in this rope. 
I would like to point out that the last time I saw you tie a knot was the day that they said the government was opening uh, back up. It's entirely possible. It, it, but it is I've been fact. talking this to a friend of mine who's very into outdoor stuff. He's, you know, he, he does hunting, but he's also like a very urban guy. He's a great guy. And he sent me, we had been talking about this, he sent me a link to uh, a course about hunting basics. Like, if this is going to teach you if you want to go out and hunt. This is what you need to know in terms of gun safety and all of the rules and regulations and what you need and stuff. And so maybe that's appealing. Maybe that's maybe that's the next step in terms of, you know, hunters as Okay, but back to the guy that, like, shot the King Eider. That oh, was sure. not for food. No, that was to be an asshole. That was, I was like, oh, this is a rare bird that I've never shot before. I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. And I think that's where the conflict is coming in. Like, in hunters, you can, like, mosey on in and say, I did all this stuff with my duck stamp and you didn't do nothing. A lot of us are buying duck stamps I'd like now. to everyone rewind to 15 minutes ago when Sharon said she wasn't going to do... Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I say, young man from Maine or young woman, whatever the case may be, however you choose to identify, I have done quite a lot for conservation because I am a hunter and I have bought a duck stamp. What have you done for conservation? Have you purchased... A duck stamp. I would like to apologize to everyone from England who listens to this. No one from England listens to this. I'm so sorry about Brexit. Um. <laughs> Why did you cause Brexit to happen, Sharon? What I were you thinking? Not cause Brexit to happen. I have those poor people and their passports. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I caused all that Brexit. <laughs> well, I suppose you think that makes it okay, don't you? Are you Putin now? <laughs> no. Uh, no, not currently. Anywho, the, so... The guy who shot the bird. The guy who shot the bird. Birders are upset. Understandably so. If you're a hunter trying to justify this with birders by saying, I say, young chap, we've done a lot for conservation. There are a lot of birders buying duck stamps these right. days. And they're buying it through the American Birding Association. They're purchasing. So birders are doing a lot for conservation. You need to kind of let that dog lie. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick about that. Uh, your numbers are dwindling. Mm. You need more birders to buy a duck stamp. Don't shoot the rare bird. Don't <sighs> shoot the rare bird. That would be Don't my shoot thing. The rare yeah, bird. yeah. Keep your keep your fellow hunting friends in check. Just go to like I know you want the king eider. Give it a month. Give it give it some time. Wait till the birders are complaining about seeing the king eider. That's when you can go. Don't shoot it right away. Let everybody go see it. All right. And also, uh, anyway. Do you have anything else? Do you have a happy story to end on, or is this another bird chick special? Let's see. Legally, gender, gynandromorph, <laughs> trollop. Murder, murder, death, arson, fire, conflagration, everyone killed. So I'll tell you what. The free podcast, because I could also talk about how the great Black Hawk in Maine died. Spoiler alert. Mm. No, the free podcast is all sad news. If you want happy news, you have to pay for that. <laughs> Wonderful. No, 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 because I'm pretty sure we talked about the Great Black Hawk in the bonus episode. We did. So anyway, so we have a Patreon. You can sign up for it. We'll put a link to it in this podcast. Patreon.com slash birdchick. And you get bonus stuff. Uh, one of the things that Bill and I are trying to coordinate, and we are going to have a poll to ask people about this, mm-hmm. is like we may do live Q&As and you can ask us questions. Sure. Um, I, 
maybe even marital advice. I don't know. No, 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 no. God, no. I'm not giving anybody marital advice. My favorite thing today was this thing on birding memes keeps showing up of like males like t- like talking about trying to find a female to date, mm. and it's always the female isn't interested in birds, and, and and it's always like like there's been the one where like the woman is being pushed out of the car meme, and then there's mm. also like it's like a speed dating meme, and the guy's just like no, you're not interested mm. in birds, and like female birders are commenting like oh this is how I found my birder and blah blah blah, and I was, I was like. Oh. I love this. And then on one of them, I was like, you know what you do? You find yourself a non-birder, and the arguments make the sex hotter. <laughs> and someone immediately posted, was like, well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> All right. This is Bird Chick Podcast number 240. If you have any questions, you can email Sharon at Sharon at BirdChick.com. You can talk to her on Twitter where she is at and if you recognize the movie that non-birding bill referenced the per- first person that recognizes that gets a shoe bill sticker and i will like when you like tweet at me the first person to tweet at me i will like dm you and if i'm not friends with you i'll follow you so i can dm you and uh, i will send you a shoe bill sticker for that all right uh check out our patreon uh, patreon.com slash bird chick and we will be back next you, week you get Bonus con- As a matter of fact, why don't we post like a hint of bonus content you at the end to of more this? More of this nonsense. Like, let's listen to the epic fail that was the opener of this episode. That sounds like a terrible idea. Hi. You just totally ruined my intro. What is wrong with you? What? This is a special bonus for this. These aren't. The, this isn't a Patreon pot. No, let's keep this. Let's. let's <laughs> you started this hot mess. Sorry, you're just in the middle of a sigh, and like normally you're like always like. <sighs> you're not the one who only gets to sigh in this relationship. All right, let's let's start this over. You didn't fade. Hi. <laughs> Hello, this is Sharon Steitler, the bird chick, and I am here with non-birding Bill. Hi. <laughs> That's not your usual. <laughs> Do you want to start over? Let's All right, do it one more time. Just, just...